a lot of people just undercut themselves. They come themselves short. Like, mm. oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Why can't you? Like, if somebody else can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Now, sometimes you do have to put a lot of work in. Yeah. And you don't want to. But you can do it. Nothing to be scared of. You have this nice pens. Thank you. I know you talk softly sometimes, so just try to angle it to yourself if you can. <laughs> but try not to think too much about. Uh, oh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I know. It's impossible not to. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get hot in here, by the way, just because. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Let's do it. You good? Yeah. Okay. Just, we'll roll with it. So sure. how we know each other is uh, I met you first almost a year ago now, I guess, because. We, <laughs> I just, you look funny. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Um, just, you look like we're doing it. Yeah, I didn't realize we were like rolling or whatever. Well, so I try to do that because you don't, I don't want you to put your guard up. Yeah. So yeah. if I roll before you yeah. even get in the room, true, then it's true. harder to put it up. True, true. So now we're, we're in it. Yeah, so you, true. there's nothing to be scared of anymore. Um, so yeah, almost a year ago, uh, me and my friends wore the same exact outfit, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> so I want to hear your take on that eventually. But um, we went to uh, our, my Myrtle parents' house, your real in-laws' house, and uh, for Easter t dinner. And uh, you didn't talk at all. And I didn't know... I heard a lot about Billy because they would say like, oh, Billy's doing this or, you know, Billy and Kristen, blah, blah, blah. But I never met you. And Scott talked a lot about you. He was like, oh, he's funny, man. I like him a lot. And I kept hearing about him, but I never met you. So it was like, just missed each other for whatever reasons. And then I didn't know, I saw you there and stuff, but so much was going on because it was Easter and there were other people there. And you didn't sit next to Kristen, so I didn't know. And I think I, that was when I met Kristen, too. Maybe. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So anyway. At the same time. But I didn't, since you didn't sit next to her, it didn't make sense to me that you were, like, together. And so the next time we met is when I realized everything. But I think you just got back from a trip or something. That's why you were, like, so quiet. You were tired. Oh, yeah, that might have been when I came back from yeah. Guatemala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what's what's I'm, your take from from that experience? From when we first met? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I saw these three guys in the same shirt, so I was like, oh, they like to party. Oh, okay, cool. And that's something me and my buddies would have done. Really? The day. Yeah. That's cool. But, uh, you know, now that I'm married and have kids, I don't get to have fun like that. Anymore. Right, yeah, boys. we'll talk about that. Uh, my decision, not my wife's. Right. Um, but, responsibilities yeah and all that good stuff but i also had ben there with me yeah yeah and he he was talking away because he was like he was. he was like a real life pirate there for a little right time, that so. is cool yeah and so he was like talk, telling his stories and stuff so i just kind of let him do his thing but yeah no i could definitely see like how you would not associate me as billy from what you hear and then i just sit there and i don't really say much right. but um which is unfair because i 
like I consider myself like a funny guy and people would consider me that you know I don't want to put words in people's mouth but um, I also am quiet at times and I'm sure people have been like he's supposed to be funny and yeah. So I understand. Yeah. I, I mean, think. usually, like, the first time I meet a big group of people, I just take it all in. Right. And Kristen tells me not to talk too much because I tend to say a lot of funny inappropriate things. things that some people might find offensive and not funny. Right, but, okay. But at the same time, I, I I just do what I do, so... Yeah. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, but... Right. I'm, it's not like I'm never going to not do it again. Just yeah. Just one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's good. Yeah. Um, and then we didn't talk for like it felt a long time like we were just around each other and then do you remember like the first time we like kind of talked to each other is when I stupidly didn't lock the door and you walked in on me changing <laughs> do you remember that I don't remember much from like last week but <laughs> um so I think it's a good thing that I don't remember it. yeah I guess so probably repressed but... it from seeing me naked yeah, that point, like, that's an icebreaker, right? There. Yeah, so, I think that helped, yeah. Yeah, definitely did. I wasn't sure if you hated me for some reason. I think that says more oh, about no. me no, than anything. I don't, I don't just but... hate you, I hate everybody. Okay, but, okay, yeah. that, that makes me feel a little it's bit more better. more like a person thing, not just a particular person. Right, yeah, people thing, not yeah. a person yes. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, so that, yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> that was good. I'm glad we, we had that, uh, that moment. experience to, to break the ice. And then I felt like we were like, okay, I think he might not hate me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't hate anybody. That's good. Not my place. I know. I want to get into this because this doesn't make sense to me. Um, so you have two different jobs, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. I would consider them two different jobs. I mean, I have like a job that I work for somebody and then I own a business. Oh, well. really? Okay. So I never knew or understood your yeah. business stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, which is understandable. I mean, it is kind of confusing and... Maybe a little. I, th I think a lot of people would say it's not like the best idea, just because I own another company with the owner of the company that I work for. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's so interesting. How did that happen? Uh, I mean, I did. I was getting out of the military a couple of years ago. Yeah. We threw a birthday party for Jaden. Uh huh. Kristen just happened to know this girl from where she used to work. Jaden's your kid, by the way. Yes. Yep. Jaden is my daughter, and. Uh, <laughs> So we invited them over, and then I wasn't even gonna talk to the guy. But Classic you. Kristen was like, "Go say something to him." Like he came here, you gotta say something. I'm like, "Whatever." Like he was your just your boss at the time. No, he was nobody. Like oh. I, I didn't know him. I was still in the military. I was about three months from getting out, and I was gonna go and open up my own plumbing business when I got out. So why why was he at the party? Because Kristen knew his wife. Oh, and okay, she had a daughter. Okay. okay. That was Jaden's age. Okay. You know, one day when you have kids, you'll notice, like, it's hard to find people with kids the same age. So yeah. You just kind of invite whoever you know. Right, that's funny. And uh, so Kristen, like, made me go talk to this guy. And I was like, whatever, like, I'll go talk to him. And then, <laughs> um, which was, uh, I was, uh, I think I was in the same situation where you were. I was like, wow, this guy hates me. Oh, uh, really? He, he just wasn't talking back. But then, like, a couple hours later, he called me and gave me a job offer. And I was like, oh, it sounds better than, you know, struggling and trying to open up my own business for yeah. a while. So. What, what do you think he saw that he offered you oh uh, well we did talk like when he did respond it was always about business <laughs> yeah and i think he just realized like we kind of had the same aggressive mindset about business oh, um, interesting. and that's kind of one thing that drove me towards his company is like he has a very very aggressive business approach like what does that mean aggressive like some people will go slowly and mm -hmm. stuff 
and then like there's no slowing down like it's pedal to the metal with yeah. this guy we're doing in this case as many pools as possible yeah because right? he owned a pool company yeah. he owns a pool company right too. he wants to take over the beach and then work his way down to florida and everywhere in between and i like that because yeah like, it's building something bigger than just like a little right montage up and yeah I, that's interesting to me okay that's cool so do you remember what made you realize that he was do you remember what he said that made you realize oh he's he's built different <laughs> um <laughs> or was it just like cumulative yeah it kind of like happened over time because like i mean everybody talks like a big game but then right right like they put it into play and then once i started working for him i was like man this guy wasn't joking yeah that's cool like it did a, it, it it went very quickly from building 40 pools a year to 120 140 plus and did that being the number one pool builder. Really? Yeah, in, in Myrtle Beach, for the number one concrete pool builder. Oh, that's really cool. Yep. Yeah, no, it is a big feat. So that's the one that you work for him, or this is the one? That's the that... one I work for him. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now we own, we do aggregate hauling and like site work. What does that mean? Aggregate hauling is like dump trucks. Okay. We okay. move rock, dirt, oh, I whatever, see, I see. whatever somebody needs to move. But we also do site work, which is like you do all these places that start out as forests and then like two weeks later all the trees are gone and there's yeah. like this little fence all wrapped around the property and they're leveling stuff out yeah that's site work okay i don't know why the the uh, building does that um because scott didn't build it scott, right scott yeah from strategic builders didn't do a great job but <laughs> no he didn't build the roof so this one's not his oh, fault okay um but he could have fixed it if he <laughs> if he was better about his job just kidding. Um, he did a great job. He did a great job on everything that he did. You were working for him, and then you're like, oh, he has this big business plan, this aggressive business plan. When you saw it in action and like, oh, he's actually backing it up, were you excited or were you like nervous? Like, oh, this means I have to work harder. <laughs> no, I. Uh, it, it's exciting, but it's definitely like, one, one thing that I've noticed ever since getting out of the military, like, there's a lot more anxiety in the outside world because there's a lot mm. more, like, it, it's a di the military's just built different. Everybody has their place and, like, yeah. they're told what to do. And now, and now like, he's, he's, like, that owner. He's the man in charge, but, like, I'm the right-hand man. And, yeah. Um, there's just a lot more responsibility and trying to keep homeowners happy and yeah. trying to keep people employed and get them people show up and stuff but yeah um it was exciting but it definitely gets nerve-wracking more than like worrisome or anything okay and i could work i mean if i didn't have a family i'd probably just work 20 hour days like really seven days a week yeah because i could work all day every day yeah wow where did you get your work ethic from do you think um i think it i think my father gave me a lot of my work ethic uh -huh. but he would he did not agree with that right off the bat because like in high school and stuff I would, that's not what like I did. I had a very poor work ethic. Okay. And it was more like I'll show up and do what I have to do and go, whether it was for school or sports. And maybe, you know, there's some some of that stuff I regret. Like I did, wish I did try harder in school and sports, but it put me in the place where, like, I didn't want to go to college or anything, so I joined the military. Yeah. And I think the military is what really gave me the work ethic. Okay. Which I don't think is the case for everybody in the military. So, really? Yeah. Because um, a lot of people can play the system and. Mm -hmm. like 20 years and retire and whatnot. right but um it gave me my work ethic and kind of between that and my dad and it opened up my eyes and that's when i was like all right well like it like it kind of grew me from that boy into a man yeah and then i was like all right i'm ready to do like something bigger yeah like something like my own thing kind of yeah um but 
like you said, people can game the system and just kind of coast through and do what they need to do, like mm-hmm. you did in high school. So what, like, what what made you grow up though? Do you know? Probably having a kid when I was oh. 18, 19. Oh, 18? I didn't know. Is that? Yeah, I guess I didn't I make that. I was the... 19. I found out. Yeah. And she was pregnant at 18, and then we yeah. had the kid at 19. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that'll that'll definitely do it. Um, I didn't really have a choice. I mean, some... That's just not... Yeah, not to have a choice. Yeah, yeah. Some, some people take the choice, and they right. take the wrong choice. In yeah. Opinion, but. Yeah, a, a child will definitely kick you into gear. I understand that more now. Yeah. So that was... Were you in the military... Yeah. At, at the time, I was only in for like six months when I found out. Oh, wow! And I was like, wow, so that's crazy. It was that was scary. That yeah, was, that was a scary moment figuring that out. I remember going home and I was trying to like not do anything or cry or anything when right. I said it. But as soon as like the words left my mouth to my mom, I just started. I broke down. Yeah, it's scary, for sure. especially being a kid myself. Right? Yeah, so, I totally. Wow. But even you know, now, me having a kid is terrifying. Um, but, uh, oh, wow. And I got like 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't even been 10 years. I know, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> you're very potent, right? Yeah, I, yeah, just at least I was. But right. No, well, yeah. No longer. Yeah. He... I'll find out in a couple weeks, actually, if I still am. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta take a jar to the doctor. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if they keep it or if like, I can go outside and sell it or something after. <laughs> so, you got a vasectomy. Yeah. And I, so, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's what happened down there. Um, uh, so, they, so, you do it again and you, you give it back to them and say, hey, this isn't I get, good, I'm right? Still, I'm still learning. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, for the younger people listening, abstinence is the best best way out. Uh-huh. You know what did surprise me, though, is, like, I'm sitting on the table all numbed up. Like, they don't put you to sleep or anything. Which I know. I always think idea, that's like, weird. The idea of that was, like, awful. I was like, wow, this is something out of a Saw movie. Right. But uh, it actually wasn't bad at all. And, like, they're chit-chatting with you, trying to, like, keep you relaxed. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty young, like, a pretty young guy in here getting a vasectomy. Like, yeah. No, not really. And, uh... Because you're 26, 7? I'm 27. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that would be young too. Well, and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty young. They're like, no, that's probably about the average. And uh, but they they did say ever since that um, Roe vs Wade case yeah. went through, they saw like an uptick in like people 19 to 23. Yeah. Going there, which that's kind of interesting that younger guys thought about that. Yeah. So I guess it's a semi good sign. For Do you wish you did it at 18? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, It is weird to think about, like, where would I be? I I don't know if I'd be in Myrtle Beach right now. No, yeah. I mean, that completely changes your life 100%. Wow, yeah, I don't know. That's so weird to think about, like, one decision really could change your life. Like, every day, something you could do. It could change your whole life. God's plan, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He was ready to kick me into gear, and that's not what happened. Right. Yeah, so that's how you got your work ethic. Well, it helped you. Um, so what made you, you said because you didn't want to go to college, but there's other alternatives to college, so what made you pick the military? Um, I think because of the training, like it's paid training pretty much. Oh, okay. Um, 
and I wanted to leave upstate New York. I'm mm-hmm. from from Utica, New York, out mm-hmm. of out of like forty five minutes from Syracuse, which is the next biggest city, and not everybody knows Syracuse either. Yeah. Um, I mean it's winter like eight months yeah. out of the year, uh, and I felt like if I hung out of there, I mean I probably would have just kept drinking with my buddies every weekend. Right. And, going to my nine to five and being one of those guys that coast so mm-hmm. I'm, happy, I'm happy it didn't work out that way but right. the main thing i wanted to do was travel because i didn't leave new york until i was 17. oh wow um me and my buddies went down to florida and then about a month later i left for basic wow so so florida inspired you to go into the mountain yeah, i was joined before then oh okay school and my laziness right okay actually did because yeah. i was like oh the military won't be that bad and then Joke was on me. They made me go to college anyways. Oh, really? Yeah, so I didn't get my bachelor's. I got my associates. I was working on my bachelor's, and then I got that job. Which which job? The one with the Cascade. Oh, the one now. Okay. And it was pretty much what I wanted to do. I was going to go to school for construction management and project management, but uh, I mean, I got the job anyway, so I was like, yeah, I don't need to go to school if I already got the job. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> which is kind of a bad way to look at it. I should probably finish it, but I'm kind of busy right now. Yeah, you're my, definitely busy right now. 18 kids and two jobs. Yeah. But. So you have four kids right yeah um i wanted to go for a baker's dozen but <laughs> his Kristen, last name is baker yeah Kristen yeah. won't let me <laughs> let's talk about baker's acres yes <laughs> i'm all about baker's acres what is baker's acres um it's gonna be my farm one day it's uh-huh. uh, baker's acres is my dream yeah um but i need like i need like at least 15 acres you know so yeah if anybody wants to sell some land cheap out in the, the myrtle beach conway area yeah um which there's no such thing as cheap around no, right now. No. But uh, Baker's Acres is gonna be uh, the best place on earth. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna grow my my fruit and my veggies, okay. my flowers. I don't care. Put a pond in there. I'll mm-hmm. throw up a gazebo. It can be a wedding venue. We're gonna have some cows, uh, goats. I want everything. You want the whole experience. Chickens. Yeah. I, want, I pretty much want to make it so I never have to leave my house. So you want to call. To say the least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. But yeah. Yeah, just anything, like any way to get multiple wives. Right, and yeah. A cult's usually the best route. Yeah, well, you had multiple wives, but you just got rid of one. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess, I'm, I guess I, yeah, so you're I'm halfway there, I think. What'd you say? I guess a cult, yeah. Yeah, I'm a cult, a it. cult. Um, so, where did that come from? Where did is it just because of the name so cool? Well, I don't I don't know. So I I was stationed in D.C. for like six years, so I got the city life, and then I yeah. was stationed in Sumter, South Carolina, which is like the complete opposite. For okay. Two years. Yeah. And I just kind of gravitated more towards like in the country and huh. everything. Interesting. And uh, I just like the idea. That, I think that goes back to like the hard work. Oh yeah. Like. I'd have to wake up early, take care of the animals or whatever, fruit, like, whatever. They, yeah. And then uh, the agriculture, and then after work, it's the same thing, like, taking care of it. I just, like, I think I like to stay busy, and, like, a farm's, yeah. like, farm's going to keep you busy. Definitely. Obviously, I can't have, like, a huge farm where, like, it takes all my attention. Yeah. But something, like, in the mornings and afternoons. And I think I think another big reason for that is because, like, all the kids, because mm-hmm. I'm going to put them to work. Right. And then they're going to learn yeah. hard work. Like, yeah. And that's, I think that's another big thing. But also... I feel like I could make some pretty good merch if oh, it's really? just Baker's Acres. It just sounds like it has a good to it. Yeah. I'm going to put uh, Char, you know Char, yeah. my mother-in-law, yeah. uh, to work on uh, the farmer's markets in the area. Oh, yeah. She'd um, be great at she that. She'd sell her blueberries and yeah. uh, strawberries and pop brownies. and. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Char would get herself arrested if I That's did so that. funny, yeah. But 
you got to have drugs if you're going to do a cult properly. So oh, no, absolutely. I think that's yeah. a good step. Um, would you quit your other jobs or would you be like... Oh, no, it'd be strictly like a hobby. Farming would be a hobby. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Okay. And that's what the kids are for, too. Like, <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing today? Not, I know what you're doing, yeah. <laughs> you guys don't have to answer. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I just think it'd be cool. I mean, I know I know. Uh, my in-laws have spoken about like coming and living with us um, in a couple of years. And then like once they kind of retire and everything, and it's not going to be, like I said, it won't be like a huge thing. So, you know, Shar will hop on a tractor and <laughs> yeah, go, she loves it. Yeah, go do whatever she needs to do. So, I did just you, think it'd be good for kids. Did you grow up in a more rural area? Yeah, I had farmland, like, all around me growing okay. up. So, I, I grew up in a little town for, like, most of my life, but then in high school I moved to, like, a town over, and it was just all farms. Oh, really? Yeah, and horses okay. and cows and stuff. So, this is kind of going back to your, I don't know if roots is the right word, but, like, yeah, no, to where you of. grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. But you never did it yourself, really? No. Yeah. No, I never did any of that it's stuff. just in your bones. Yeah, it just seems, it seems fun to me. Like, it seems like a good time. And I, also, it feels like kind of, like, rewarding at the end. Like, if you actually grow some good crops and you're taking care of these animals, like, even chickens create and Someone's trying to normal. farm right, right, up, yeah, <laughs> right on the other side of this. If he needs a job in a couple of years. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll have to chase oh. her down. But, yeah, it's rewarding. Yeah. I kind of think what you could do. And you can do so many things with it. I mean, it's kind of more so also just business opportunities, whether I want to, like have people pay five bucks to come pretty much take care of the animals for right. me as a color petting zoo or something yeah but i could grow hops to sell to any of the, the local breweries oh I mean, that'd be cool wow yeah, there's just so many so possibilities yeah so where did you get your like entrepreneurial you know eye or whatever i have no idea to be honest just like really? like i didn't even have it for most of my like for probably the first five or six years I was in the military I was like oh, I think I'll probably just make a career out of this and then out of being military yeah. yeah and then I was like yeah I'll just retire you know at 20 years or whatever mm-hmm. and then I think one day I was like oh, I'm tired of the military like a lot of the people just are under trained and mm. don't really know what they're doing and it just started like make me angry on the inside yeah that's encouraging for I lo- Americans yeah <laughs> like, I love the military it did get me in a good place yeah it set me up for success but um I think once I like took that personal leap forward, I was like, God, oh, the military's just not doing it for me anymore, yeah. which isn't the case for everybody. And the people that stay in aren't necessarily unmotivated. There's a uh, most of them are very motivated right. individuals, but yeah, um, there was just like I just saw bigger things elsewhere. Yeah, and wanted to pursue that more. So that's what I did. Why did you? Because you said you're gonna do plumbing possibly. So what made you pick plumbing initially? That's what I did in the Air Force. Oh, okay. The Air, the, or the military in general is pretty much like your own little, like each base it's is its own little town. <laughs> yeah. You know? so, that's a whole different story, but. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny is they used to have these trainings or they, uh, you had just have the, these trainings like about terrorist groups and all that stuff. Yeah. And they'd always give the definition and it's like a group of people who single out like you know another group of right. people and after it all the guys would be like kind of sounds like the military <laughs> that's kind of what we do yeah. But, yeah obviously that's not the case for great people yeah <laughs> um, I don't even remember what we talked about uh, 
you were a plumber in the Air oh, yeah. Force? So, so every base is pretty much like its own little town. You have everything from your lawyers to your plumbers to yeah. your aircraft maintenance guys, yeah. vehicle maintenance guys, um, cooks, mm-hmm. like FSS people. What's that? Um, FSS? Force Support Squadron. So they're like the people in the defense. That's a lot of people. A squadron, it contains everything. But, okay. Um, but a lot of them were like working in the defects, the dining facilities and stuff, like the ones who cook the food and everything. Okay, okay. And so like it's ever like, I mean, we have people who run heavy equipment. We were plumbers, but there's also the electricians, yeah. structures who build the buildings. So you're building um, stuff for the military. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, why did you? Did were you? Was your dad a plumber? Why did you pick plumbing? when you got in there so when I uh, was in high school and I wasn't playing sports or anything I worked with a general contractor up in New York Mm -hmm. and I just kind of took an interest to construction so when I when you join you pretty much just take like a list of jobs you want to do yeah and then the first one that pops up in my case because I have list like 15 because I was just ready to get out of there (laughs) um first one to pop up was a plumber and I was like yep I'll take it like let's roll when do we go <laughs> so he's like oh are you leaving like three weeks and I was like alright cool wow so I just took the first one I think I I think the first job I tried to get was structures because I was working with that contractor but you know plumbing actually pays really well on the outside really? yeah oh good I mean HVAC's probably the highest paid trade job and then know. plumbing's the second one I just realized this fell but I think it's hidden anyway said what made me be a plumber yeah and then I answered it, mm-hmm. so I don't know what you had next. So that's all that's your fault. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got for you. How did you meet Kristen? So Kristen and I actually, uh, we knew each other from a long time ago. Yeah. Like, we were way younger. Like high school yeah. or middle school? I, I would say middle school, probably like 13 or something. Wow, that's crazy. And we just had mutual friends, because she was from a town over and in, uh, in upstate New York, like, because I took some buddies from the military there, and they're like, why are all your towns like five minutes from each other, but nobody knows each other? Oh, really? Like, no, they so each weird. have their own school, pretty much. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I was yeah. like, yeah, you pretty much go over a hill, and there's another little town, and it's its own people and everything, and you go over another hill, and there's another little town, but nobody <laughs> knows each other. So but, um, so she was from a town over. Okay. And um, we had mutual friends, and we're just gonna, we hung out a couple times, and then realistically, we didn't talk from... You and know, when you say hung out, you mean like in a group of friends? Yeah. Okay. So like you never were like romantically interested that you know of? I mean, I was. I right, was yeah. Interested, but, but you guys she didn't... She too good for me. So. <laughs> you yeah. didn't express that? And I, I, yeah, I dated her friends and stuff. <laughs> um, her, yeah, her I'm trying to date her friends. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> Just kidding. No, um, no. Well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I talked about it. I don't know if that came out yet, but I talked about the story of the um, the letter that I wrote. Um, oh, so now everybody's eagerly waiting for a response. Yeah, and so am I. Um, but uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it just got lost in the mail. Um, that'd be funny because we put all that effort into it, and Shar ruined everything. Anyway, um, taking a month. Yeah, at least a month. Wasn't it? I think it was like a full month. Yeah, probably it was a good amount of time. Anyway. So she never, like, expressed to you that she was interested? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it was, like, little 12-year-old, 13-year-old right. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I like you. I like you, too. And then we hung out a couple times, and we just never talked again. I was like, okay. Okay, so you did, like... Yeah, no, we okay. thought, yeah, at some point, yeah, we, okay. I guess we liked each other. Yeah. And then we parted ways. When when did you part ways? Cause like we were probably like four, like it was okay. Like, so it was really a couple times, yeah. probably like a six month period. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see her again until 
three, four years ago. Wow. Yeah, okay, so my... you didn't know each other even in high school, really? No. Like, you no, knew no. of each other, obviously. Yeah, like, we saw you... each other on social media and stuff. Yeah. Wow. And I threw some likes her ways, but never right. paid her attention. But, <laughs> um... Was there a time that you were like, oh, I think that ship has sailed, like, she seems... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so, probably... Probably when I got somebody pregnant. Right, that would be a tough one. <laughs> That's to when I was like, wow, from. all those ships just sailed. Right, right. <laughs> but, wow. Yeah. Did you think that? No, not really. I really? Mean, I was a little, I was a little preoccupied at that point because I was having a kid. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Um. Oh, right. Because you were obviously with that woman. Yeah. You were dating. No. Okay. So me and my first son's. Mom ended up, you know, not working out. We separated. Yeah. And then uh, I was on, so like a, probably like six months to a year later, mm-hmm. I went on my last deployment and, you know, I was single again, so, you know, I'm throwing some likes towards, yeah. towards Kristen's way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she actually messaged me, so she wanted me, obviously. Right. She started it. She said she didn't, but obviously if you message somebody, she, she was pretty blunt about it, too, asking if I was still with... Oh, really? Yeah, with my son's mom. That's cool. So obviously she was interested in me, yes. and uh, that's how I took it. So, yeah. So then I got her number, which it was a little hard to talk at first because I was in Jordan, and she was in America, and yeah. it was an eight-hour Jordan, the African country, country. Yes, but it's not African. What is it? Middle Eastern. Oh. It's like near Saudi Arabia and Iraq. It's in the corner there. I really, I was really confident with that. Yeah, you were. Yeah. We do deploy to Africa though. Thanks. I've, I've never been there. Thanks but, for saving me. Um, um, so you go. Yeah. So we kept talking. I got, you know, I got our digits and stuff. And but it was hard because you were countries away. Yeah, we were. I mean, it's an eight-hour time difference. I'm waking up. She's going to bed. Right. Well, wow. I'm waking up, and she pretty much has like three hours left in her day. And then. So how long did that go on for? That was like, we kind of reconnected like pretty much right in the beginning. Because um, I think I. I think I, got there. November, and then she probably messaged me like the week of Thanksgiving or the week after asking. And then I remember like Christmas. That's when like we really started like talking all the time. So we had about six, which it was nice because we had about six months to fully reconnect, like just just on talking, yeah. which most people don't do these yeah. days. Like so, we just kind of got to re know each other again for six months. And yeah, that's cool. They really like they actually decide like, oh, this is actually like. Because most everybody, everybody our age is pretty much on looks right off the bat. Like if you don't find them attractive, yes. they're not gonna pursue them. Especially with yeah the um, and dating she, apps. Obviously, she knew what I looked like. Yeah. But now she really got to get to know me before we spend any time together. Right? Yeah. In person. So, yeah. Um, it was definitely interesting too, just because you change a lot from the ages of thirteen, fourteen, to <laughs> twenty-three. <for> <laughs> I went from having no kids to having a kid at that time, but right. Um, yeah, so then the, we just kind of we stay in touch every day, pretty much whenever one of us woke up to whenever whoever fell asleep. I mean, we really only got about four hours together. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then I got back and I flew in. We got back. It was like a thirty-six hour flight between all the stops and everything. We got back that morning. Me and my buddy. Had to go to our storage unit, pulled everything out, moved into a new apartment because he only had like a couple months left, so he lived with me for those months. Okay. Um, we unpacked this entire storage unit to the house, got all set up in like six hours, which was pretty cool because we didn't sleep at all on the flight back because 
Uh, uh, he did. He, he could sleep anywhere. I couldn't sleep on any of the flights. I was really? terrible about it. Yeah. So we knocked that out. And then I had to drive back up to Baltimore, which was like an hour drive. Pick Kristen up, and that's when like we met. Why was she in Baltimore? She flew into Baltimore. Oh, okay. Okay. Beach. Yeah. okay. And that was like the first time we saw each other face to face. And you think after talking for six months on like FaceTime and everything, it wouldn't like it would have been like, oh hey, like what's yeah. up? But it was still weird to actually no, see the totally. person and like be able to touch them and hug them and whatever. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. She was she was a goofball. She, oh really? Yeah, she was like. She was smiling ear to ear, which was nice, but she was like blushing and Aww. all nervous and stuff. That's cute. Yeah, so I went in for a kiss right away, and it worked. I think I don't know. I think it yeah, worked. She didn't swerve it, so yeah. Um, <laughs> Were you planning like, okay, I'm gonna kiss right away? I didn't know what I was gonna do. Really? It was just kind of one of those moments. Like I hugged her first, and then yeah, then we kissed, and that was that. But I mean, obviously, neither you guys, of us, neither of us like public affection. So, like, it was a quick kiss. Like, okay. It's not like those people making out in the corner like, <laughs> the mall that nobody wants to see. But, but I think that's justified after being in Jordan. Yeah. Jordan? Yeah. Well, I'd like to defend myself real quick because Chad is in Africa and Jordan is a, also a name. Yeah, it is. That's all I wanted Chad. to say. I didn't know there was a place called Chad. I'm pretty sure. No, I want to check that. I think you're making things up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut it all out. Don't worry. Um... um so you guys obviously like expressed like oh I like I mean just just the fact that you were talking so much obviously even if you didn't say like hey I like you yeah <laughs> but did you say hey no I, when I, did you when like, did you say that I don't know some point during the deployment yeah was it like we're, we're days like, hey, are you, uh, yeah I don't know it was probably like I want to say it was around like February I mean end of January like hey it's like it's like a you? month in. Yeah, probably a month, okay. like, a month and a half. Like, hey, is this, like, like an exclusive thing? Like, just us? Okay, or, yeah, What's yeah, going yeah. on here? Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then here we are. Obviously, you were pretty exclusive because you didn't have access to anyone yeah, else. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's just a bunch of dudes for the most part. Yeah. I had my tent mate. We didn't have shared bunks, so that was cool. Really? Well, so the bunks are, like, next to each other. And, okay. But there's eight bunks per tent. And I've seen MASH. Yeah. Is it like that? that? Yeah, same exact thing, pretty much. (laughs) Cool. Um, They didn't sing as much as we did, though. Sing? Yeah, we broke out in musicals all the time. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. What What was your go-to? No, we didn't break out. But um, yeah. Good times. Uh, did you ever watch Mash? (laughs) Was that an influence? (laughs) No, I did not watch. Mash. I know it's the longest running TV show of all time. I think it was, yeah. yeah. It was the best rated, I think, the finale. Yeah, well, that, like the highest rated. Yeah, one. and I, th- I don't think it would be broken because no one watches TV as much as they did back then. Boring, but um, so after, I think I want to back up a little bit and let me know if this is off limits, but after you were not with, after you were single, were you at any point like, how am I going to find love again? <laughs> no. I mean, I went into it pretty excited. Just because, like I said in the beginning, like we had a kid when we were just kids. Yeah, right. And we gave it the old college try. And it, yeah. That didn't work out. Yeah. So. so you're like, I'm just kind of like a new... Yeah. As a new person, I get to be... I was more mature by the time right. like I got the, my second chance or whatever. Right. So I knew kind of what I wa- wanted. Like, yeah. me what I wanted in a person. And oh, that's cool. Um. Somehow, Kristen tricked me into. It, you know, so. <laughs> Did you ever, at any point, be like, 
I'm gonna probably be single for a while just to, you know, get my feet back under me. Or are you just yeah, like? Yeah, I actually was just planning on being single until I was like 30, 40. Really? Yeah. Wow. But that didn't work. Kristen ruined that was it. Short. Yeah, she yeah. did ruin it. Percent <laughs> ruined my plans. Were there conversations about? Because she had a kid at the time as well. Yep. And you had one. Yep. I think that kind of drew us to each really? other. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We automatically know we each can handle a kid. Yeah. Which is good. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, you know. And their names, man. Their names rhyme. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jaden and Brayden. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that was kind of embarrassing at first, though. Like, oh, really? Their names are like Brayden and Jaden. Because nobody knows, like, it's not our kids together. Yeah, but. So they're like, wow. They does that make it more they, fun? <laughs> they names their kids like the same thing. I think that's cute. I mean, yeah. It makes it easier to yell at them both at the right. same time. Because then we just uh, yell at But Jaden. I just yell Aiden. Oh, Aiden. The same. There you go. The same. You need the your next kid that you adopt or something because you can't do it anymore. It should be Aiden. Aiden. Hayden. 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 Yeah. Anything. <laughs> but uh, I would adopt a kid. Really? I don't know if Kristen would. I think she would. Yeah, I think she just didn't want to go through. Um, I don't think birth she, yeah, any, again. I don't think she could in her body. Really? Yeah. Took like a on the last two. Yeah. That happened with Kim Kardashian, too. That's why she got surrogate, so... Kristen's my Kim K. <laughs> I knew there was something there. I didn't know what it was, and I'm glad you found it. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she's my Kim K. Found her Ray J. Wow, you Ray J'd on Kanye? Kanye's crazy. Ray J's cool? <laughs> Nobody even knows Ray J anymore. I guess but, not. Um... <laughs> Yeah. I guess I could be your Pete Davidson. Do you want to be hit? I don't think she I has like a Pete good Davidson. options. You, I yeah. like Pete Davidson. Yeah, I guess I guess he's the best choice. He's yeah, on SNL. He, he seems like he just goes with the flow and everything. Yeah, and he could get yeah. whoever he wants. He can get it. Yeah, I don't know how, <laughs> but he does. I mean, people say he's just because he's so chill or whatever, and that's cool, but... I don't know, that's definitely some secret sauce going on, I don't know. But it's funny, I think that helps. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I'm funny, and I'm not getting anything going on, you know what I mean? No, that's true. Not as funny as him, though. You're focusing on the wrong group, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you grew so much, obviously, since 13, 14. But the essence of who you were remained, I would think because you guys still liked each other. Is that is it is this making sense? So is there a That's something from back in the day that kinda kept us attached? Um I don't know what I'm even trying to say, I guess, but is there something do you think in people like for lack of a better term, like a vibe check that you could have with someone that you don't even really know that well yet? I mean, they don't even know themselves, like, at 13, 14. Yeah. I don't know. It's I think it's too hard, because... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Because most people change, like, drastically. Right. You, you would hope. If they didn't change drastically from that age, I think that's a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I want to believe that there's, like... You know, below all the, like... You know, for me, as, like, a doughy kind of kid... Like, there was still... I was in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. No, there's still things. You know? There were still definitely still things. I mean... But... 
Is there anything from that time that you remember and you like thought about it when you guys talked again? No. <laughs> to be honest. Really? Like, yeah, I'm not joking when like I tell you I can't remember things from like last week. I'm, my memory's shot for some reason. There's gotta be like, oh she was funny, she wasn't affectionate. <laughs> That's stuff like that. <laughs> you know what is funny? She's not affectionate. I, I do not remember that from when we were younger. Okay. She was affectionate, or you she don't? Had, you she just don't my remember. Hand. I remember holding hands. Oh, so. it doesn't sound like her. No. So she, I guess we do won't. change. I can't get her to hold my hands. No. So yeah, she changed. Now she won't hold my hand. Real for reals? No, she'll. Hold my okay. Hand. Um, I have to force it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. Cause I remember um, Char, my Myrtle mom, and your in-law real in-law um she said how when you guys first were dating you were more affectionate and she was like okay yeah <laughs> i had to reteach how to hug and stuff <laughs> <laughs> was that hard for you did you do you know like your love languages and stuff oh i'm super like affectionate like, yeah, yeah no, so like, physical touch is my love language definitely and that would be really hard for me i feel like if i found someone that like we loved each other, but she wasn't affectionate like that. Cause I'm more like you, I think. Yeah. She, I mean, she's definitely more affectionate than in the beginning. Like she's come around, but oh, that's I good. also know her love language, so it's okay. Like, yeah. Like she likes to like do things for people. That's like she. Sh that's how she shows her love is doing uh -huh. things, and she's very good at that. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna fall on us. Or that, <laughs> that's that'd like be cool. The wallpaper is gonna fall on us. Um, a ghost or yeah. Yeah, no, Kristen's affectionate when, like, when she's ready, like, when she's good and ready, but like, okay. she can't, like, force it. Yeah, yeah, definitely can't. But I'm over there, like, I'll, I hug my kids all the time, I'll hug her all the time. I like yeah. Them. I don't know, that's just what I do. Yeah, that's so. good. How did you know um, that you wanted to pursue her so hard when she, like, came on to you by DMing you? Oh, she looks good. <laughs> She 100% looked good, so I was like, yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> You'll at least hear her out since she's, you know, she looks good. Yeah. yeah. But realistically, that's all I had because it was going right. through social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to her. Yeah. But I also feel like an idiot because earlier I was like, yeah, everybody bases off looks. <laughs> so I don't know. If, I mean, even if she wasn't good looking, I still would have messaged her back because I don't just leave people on red. That's stuff, nice of you. So yeah. I just don't think it would have. Yeah. On anywhere, I don't know. It might sound shallow, but who knows? I don't think so. The more you talk to someone, the more you get to know somebody to figure it out. Yeah. So, I just wasn't. I just don't know how I would have reacted because that wasn't the case. Right. Yeah. She's lucky. She's she looks good. Yeah, she is. She's very lucky. Uh, would you want to be more attractive than you are now? I need to get hit the gym if that's what you're saying. No, no, no. Fluffy. <laughs> I like fluffy. Um, that's one of our usual questions. I don't know if I did this one, um, but because uh, that would like change your whole life if you were like more not not the stuff that you can change like your bone structure or, like you know. Oh. Do you know what I mean? No, I think I'm a pretty good looking dude. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Your teeth mm -hmm. are really white. I've heard that before, but I need to get them strained out. I did Invisalign for a while. Yeah. I'm not giving them a shout out. But, uh. I'll edit that out. Yeah, I'm not into it. But it's also my fault because I stopped wearing my retainer after, like, I completed it all. Right. But it didn't get, like, completely fixed, but it 
fixed them pretty good. And they, they have this UV good. thing I use a little bit, but yeah. I was gonna say, do you do anything? You use a I brush twice a day. Really? Yeah, I floss like once uh, every two, three weeks. That's pretty good. Yeah. So. But that's. I don't know. There's definitely God-given what, stuff there. Which is surprising because I drink a lot of coffee and stuff. I know. Oh, like coffee. really? Yeah. Coffee and like cigarettes like will turn your teeth yellow. Pretty yeah. Quick. I don't smoke cigarettes. Right. <laughs> um, but I drink a lot of coffee. You do drink a lot of coffee. You I said. Drink a lot yeah. Of coffee. Okay. Yeah, that's surprising. Not like, like a, not a bunch, but like two cups a day. That's a bunch. That's a good. I adult, think so. Yeah. Um, but that's like normal for an adult. But like, in general, I think that's a lot. It is kind of a lot. Yeah. I'm not. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't matter because your teeth are fine. Are there any other long-term effects to like drinking coffee? Like bad? I don't think coffee's necessarily bad. I guess sugar in there. I think would straight be bad. coffee's fine. Yeah, black yeah. coffee. But once you add the sugars and yeah. the creamers, which I don't want to do creamer. Oh really? Because I That's use a good. sweet cream creamer and it's sweet mm-hmm. enough without the sugar, so right. I'm like, oh, I'll cut it back on the sugar a little bit. Yeah. Even though there's a bunch of sugar in the <laughs> creamer, but yeah. Small things. Yeah. Uh, so how long did you date before you got married? Oh no, we didn't get that one. You said you talked for six months before you um, met, in met in person, and we got married four months later. Wow! So not even a year of like talking again. Six yeah, and four. In September. Is 10. September of 21, we got married. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because we just had our three-year anniversary. One, wow, two, 21? Two. No. 2020. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2020. Still. But that was... During the pandemic, was that... that make it harder or more fun or anything? Was there anything? We got married in 2019 then. <laughs> oh, my God. 19 to 20. 2021. 2022. 2022. Yeah, so 19. <laughs> okay. Yeah, married September 21st, 2019. Oh, uh, okay. So. That's like, uh, that's like the thing I did with Jordan. You mixed up the numbers, I mixed up the names. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's I easy. understand. It's easy yeah, to do. Common, common mistake. Um, what made you know so quickly that she was the one? Oh, man. I mean, I would, I would say just, like, the pure, like, joy and stuff of being with her. Yeah. And she still lived down here, and I was still living in Virginia. Okay. And, like, being away from each other just wasn't what... How long How long of a drive or whatever would well, that like be? like, six hours. Six yeah, hours. yeah. But, um, yeah, no, just, like, not being able to wake up together and go to mm-hmm. bed together and stuff just didn't feel right. So, yeah. Um, but just, yeah, like... I would, I would mainly just say that feeling like being with the person yeah. is kind of what drove me to marry her. Like, yeah, she's great. Like, she's funny. Yeah. She's pretty. Uh-huh. She's caring and loving. Yeah. And she's a great mother and she's mm-hmm. a great wife. And she probably mothers me just as much as she mothers the kids. <laughs> she's making my lunches, doing my laundry and yeah. everything. But, um, that didn't start till after we got married because right. like, we didn't really live together before then we stayed together for long periods of time and everything yeah. but um, yeah and I would just say like the pure happiness enjoy that yeah I had when I was with her I mean, yeah the time together and how we enjoyed it and our jokes and yeah all that stuff and it didn't like dwindle away like eventually I feel like most of the time if you date somebody long enough this stuff will dwindle away and yeah that's how you kind of know and it didn't happen yeah so wow that's awesome were you nervous about meeting her kid, and were you meet, nervous about her meeting your kid? 
No, I don't. I want to say so. So, um, Jaden actually got to know me pretty well over the Facetimes and stuff. Oh, really? Like we were Facetiming all yeah. the time. So eventually That's a good, she caught on. Yeah, introduction. Which ended up being good. I could, but you know, it wasn't like immediate. Like the next day, she's like, "Hey, Jaden, come talk to Billy." Right. Obviously, yeah. like you don't want to introduce a kid to somebody that yeah. might not be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so she got to know me as Billy, and then turned to Belly. Belly? Yeah, B-E-L-L-I-E? She, yeah, she would start calling me Belly, and then... Belly. <laughs> but she was also, like, two and a half, probably, then. So, um... But then once we started hanging out in, like, person again, yeah. and my son was around calling me Dad, it probably confused her a little bit, because, like, she oh, was yeah. somebody else calling me Dad, and she's like, oh, maybe that's his name. Right. So, which didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Um... And then with Brayden and Kristen, the first time they technically ever met was somehow Kristen meant to FaceTime me. This is when we like first started talking, <laughs> and my mom found out or whatever. Like I told my mom, like, hey, yeah. I'm talking to so-and-so. And for some reason, my mom texted her and me in like a group chat or something. She's like, oh, it's nice to meet you. I was like, Mom, don't do this. <laughs> That's weird. You can just meet her when I'm home like everyone else. <laughs> And so somehow Kristen accidentally like FaceTime my mom's number instead of mine, oh, and then no. Brayden answered it. That's so funny. And she, he's like, "Hi, who are you?" And she's like, "Boo!" <laughs> she hung up. She didn't know what to do. So that's technically the first time they met. But so well, well. There's the pros and cons and stuff. I mean, he knows it's not his real mom. Which yeah. Is like he's with his real mom all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but everything yeah, went well for the most part. That's good. Oh, what was the story about you sending Char flowers? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I think she just got a hysterectomy or something. Yeah, something like that. I had to be honest, I didn't know what that was until like two years ago. Yeah. So all I knew was that like Char was in the hospital. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll send her some flowers. Yeah. So I sent her some flowers and said from Billy, and she's like, Who, who's Billy? Because you, you guys just started dating. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was probably like... To be honest, that might have been before we actually made it official. Really? That was probably like December time frame, like <laughs> early January. Yeah. So, oh, wow. That is really early. Yeah. So I sent her mom some flowers and then she had to tell her about me. Yeah. It was all part of my plan. Was it? Kind of. <laughs> That's but cool. But her mom already knew me, kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. from when we were younger. She, yeah. said, she said I met them before when I was like 13 or 14, but I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> That's she's cool. Lying. You think? Yeah, Shar. Classic Char. Yeah, Char's classic Char line. Um, so was it easy to transition to Jaden's father? Yeah, and I actually think about that pretty often. Really? Like, now, like, she's official. Like, I officially adopted yeah. and everything. So, like, yeah, I'm her dad. But, like, it... Actually, I don't think about it that often. But I think about, like... Sometimes I'm like, well... It's weird. Like, I forget, like, she's my adopted daughter. Like, I forget, yeah. Like, she's not my blood daughter. Right. So. That's really cool. That's beautiful. Yeah, so it's kind of just like natural, I guess. I yeah. Well, it's also probably because I've been with her since she was two and a half. Right, and she's six six now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so. I think so. Uh, oh, how are you so chill? Um, you don't seem like a guy with four kids and two jobs. No. Marijuana. Really? No, I'm just I'm 100. The pot brownies. I haven't done, I haven't done drugs in a. Oh, you ever. can't because of the the military. The military. So, um, Wink. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely actually a lot more uptight than I used to be, which I feel really? like I feel bad personally about. Huh. Oh man, also, you know, life just comes at you fast sometimes. Yeah. And you get tied up in things, but, um, and I get caught up in work a lot, which I try to leave at work, but it doesn't always happen. Yeah, that's um, tough. But for the most part, no, I'm, I think I'm pretty relaxed and everything. I just go with the flow because in the end of the day, there's really like nothing you can do about it yeah like it just is what it is yeah and you gotta go with it you gotta trust god's plan which i know is hard for a lot of people most of the time because you never know the next thing but he does Uh um and that's kind of how i always lived my life like i used to be real chill like i didn't care about anything (laughs) which is bad like it was right there is a there is a point that is too chill um no I just, I try not to get myself worked up about the future or anything, because mm-hmm. it's all going to work itself out. Yeah. So. How do you keep that, though, in the face of you're getting, like, 30 calls a day and stuff, like... No, oh, because, I mean, it's, it's only a five-minute call out of a... Really? Okay. 24-hour day. So you just, ha- you just keep that perspective, and it's not hard to... Because in the end of the day, I know, like... Like those, like the calls and stuff don't stress me out at all because I know in the day I'll get it fixed. Like it's yeah. gonna be all right. Right. Yeah. It's not like I just killed somebody. Like <laughs> I have to run. Yeah. It's, it's just like. <laughs> well, I guess, I wonder. So the military, do you think helped you with that? Because I could get yeah. caught up in in stuff. So so my big thing too, and this is actually a conversation I did have with Chris the first time I ever met him was sink or swim. Yeah. Okay. Either, what are you gonna do? You're just gonna like you know let this this chain and anchor pull you to the bottom of right. the, the ocean and die yeah or you're gonna learn to swim yeah and you're gonna do what you gotta do to stay i mean you might get dragged under a couple of times and think you're gonna die but yeah. you pop back up you get that breath in and you keep rolling <laughs> you know? and then That's eventually awesome. it gets to the point where you just know how to swim and your breath's always above water yeah even though it doesn't feel like that all the time like i said you get pulled down once in a while right the wave will hit you but yeah because i think i let myself do that too much where i lose the perspective of Hank could be getting shot at or something, you know, and and I didn't kill anyone, and I have good intentions and stuff like that. Uh, so that's that's awesome that you could do that so uh, readily. I think if you're like a genuinely good person, yeah. you care for other people, you do want the best for other people and yeah. yourself. You don't under. I think a lot of people, especially nowadays, with you know, there's a lot of there's a mental health crisis, but yeah. A lot of people just undercut themselves. They cut themselves short. Like, mm. oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Why can't you? Like, if somebody else can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Now, sometimes you do have to put a lot of work in. Yeah. And you don't want to. But you can do it. Like, you can pretty much do whatever you put your mind to. Like, right. Like, your parents tell you growing up. You yeah. can do whatever you put your mind to. Yeah. You can. Like, you really yeah. can. Yeah. But a lot of, I don't know, somewhere along the way, like, in the last... Uh, I mean, I'm sure mental health has been an issue for a long, long time, but it yeah. just kind of came open in the last right. 10, 15 years. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, people like lost that drive or that little voice in the back of that. that it's not a bad thing to tell yourself you can do it. Yeah. Like, and somewhere along the line, I think people lost that. Yeah. So I try to keep it there. Like, hey, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna be the end of me. Like, this one little thing. Let's get it taken care of. And yeah. guess what? Next time it happens gonna take care of two times faster because right. I have to do now yeah so that's awesome and I think that's kind of amazing that helps me too there's a few things I know I mean just things I tell myself what are, what are the few things that you tell yourself 
Did you just say them all? Or did yeah, you? no, that, okay. yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, somebody else can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Not that there's... I mean, I might not do it as good as that other person, but I'll get it done, so... Where did you get that confidence? <laughs> that might have been from the military and that, like, bad leadership and stuff I told you about. Oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. That guy did that? He's an idiot. Like, right. I can definitely oh, do that. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Interesting. I was just trying to be a little nicer about it when I was explaining it, but... Yeah. Wow. Um, it's just, like, a baby, like... Lucas, he ain't doing anything now, right now. But you know, in three months, he's gonna be moving around the floor, and then yeah. six months, he's gonna be running around, and in a year, he's gonna be tackling Noah. And <laughs> so, like, it just one day it hits, and like yeah. you're doing it, and then you're like, wow, I forgot. Like in the beginning, when I felt really down about it, like yeah, I didn't think I'd ever be here, and here I am. That's uh-huh. how I feel now. Like before I joined the military, I never thought I would be in Myrtle Beach, and yeah, um, you know, owning a dump truck business of all things. <laughs> yeah. And working for a bull company and helping run that business. Yeah. But it's all good stuff. I mean. So how did you hop from, I know this is kind of backtracking, how did you hop from plumbing to doing pools? Is that like a similar kind of deal? Uh, no, there's a lot of like project management in the military. Like with the plumbing and as you make rank and everything, you start to take more troops under you and everything. So um, I got out of active duty as a staff sergeant, which isn't like a huge, super high rank or anything. And. It's actually relatively easy to get there, but um, once you hit that rank, you start to have people underneath you, and Mm -hmm. you start managing the project more than just being, like, the laborer. Okay. And uh, I think it was that that kind of got me into the pools, because I got hired on originally as a project manager. Oh, okay, okay. And then I also think it kind of helps, because when, like, people are, like, just complaining and not wanting to wait for a pool... Which just might sound bad, like their complaints don't matter. Like yes, most of them matter, but sometimes they just need to like talk, tell you about like how bad it's going. Oh and yeah. I'm like okay, and yeah, you just listen. Like you get right. to, oh, just take it and then move on with your day. Yeah. Some people wow. would take it to, like a lot of people take it to heart. Like yeah. What do you mean it's going terrible? No, no. I'm like okay, all right. Well, okay. Well, at the end of the day, like you're gonna have a great pool. Yeah. So we'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's better than my pool. Right. <laughs> like oh, you have a pool? No. That's <laughs> But, yeah but yeah I'm just so impressed that you could like let that just like wash off you so easily and then you're like dry immediately like does that make sense because yeah. I, I would just like stay wet I feel like for a while yeah. only let it soak in <laughs> yeah like I yeah I need to just dry it off immediately like I, I, I don't know I'm like it's, it sounds like like I'm tooting my own horn or something, but like I feel like I'm too empathetic with people sometimes, and then like I feel their feelings, and I don't know. I maybe I'm just too. No, I mean, I, I mean, it's like yeah, no, empathy's a good trait to have in any position, pretty much. Yeah. Um. Not for a project manager. I mean, no, it is because like when it's a real problem, like you need to be like, oh, well, yeah, like, good if this was my project and right, this is how it's going on. Like you mm-hmm. need to be aware of the situation and. How are you going to fix it? But that kind of goes back to, like, all right, we have a problem on hand, and we got to get it taken care of. Yeah. But, like, those people want it done right then and there. And that's, yeah. that, like, that's the stuff that is gets, like, to the point where I'm like, well, it's not going to happen right now. Like, it's yeah. 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, all my guys yeah. are gone. Like, yeah. everywhere's closed. I can't do it for you right now. Yeah. But give me a couple of days and we'll get taken care of. And usually by the next week, they're happy again. Right. So. Yeah. 
you kind of see the, the, long the term. yeah the long yeah. term of it. That's cool. Where did you get being funny from? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't like to say I'm funny. Right. I don't, I, like, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm to my own horn. Right. I've, I've, I'm saying you're funny, so how did you do that? <laughs> it's a Pete I Davidson my, in you? I actually have, uh, yeah, that's a Pete <laughs> Davidson. Um, I think I have a similar sense of humor to my dad. Yeah. But I've been told like I'm pretty quick to, like, quick-witted. Yeah, you are. And I think that's more, like, I don't know. I think that's what makes things funnier, because, like, mm-hmm. most Timing. of the time, like, I could say something, but if... The timing's wrong. Like yeah. Everyone's gonna be like, "Shut up!" Like, <laughs> so you like timing's got to be impeccable. Yeah. So that's what I go for. But I have had a lot of people tell me like, "I'm funny." And they're like, "Oh, you should go do a comedy show or something." I'm like, I can't do it. Like, why not? Because I don't think I could write. Like, I don't think I could write skits and stuff. Right. But I think then, it needs to be like in the moment. Right. So you'd be good at improv. Yeah, maybe. But the, my I think the biggest problem is like. I like to make fun of people, so... Yeah. No, I can make fun of myself all day. I, yeah. That's one... I think that's a good trait I do have. Is yeah. Like, I can dish it out and I can take it. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, I like making fun of myself because at the end of the day, like, I don't... That's not going to hurt my feelings. Right. Especially if everyone's like, yeah, you are fat or something. And I'm like, <laughs> that might hurt my feelings a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, like... But that fits with the rest of your work personality, too. It's like, it mm-hmm. just kind of washes off you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... How do you think you? I don't know. Um, I feel like somebody can't become funny though. Like, did you? Like, How'd you become funny? I don't know. Like, yeah, you just have it somebody, or you yeah, don't. Exactly. That well, that might be like a God-given gift. Like mm-hmm. people can be funny. You can't really learn it. Yeah. You could, I, like, I'm sure there is a book out there and like how to be funny for yeah. dummies or something. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Comedians like, this guy can be funny. But. Well, there, yeah, there is like technical, like, you could dissect a joke of why things are funny sometimes, mm-hmm. but especially. Um, timing is not teachable almost Mm -hmm. like you really have to really have to work at it or even either just have it um do you think like has to be the right situation right rue yeah or like your delivery has to be really good like like kevin hart Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people find him funny yeah because like his his movements and stuff or like when people like back in the Jim Carrey days, I yeah. really loved him because his face is oh, he's so good. Yeah. So like, there is other ways to be funny about it, but that's for sure. That's stuff like you learn, kind of. Like Jim Carrey probably learned like, hey, I can contort my face. Right. Yeah. To do these things, and yeah. people like it, and he took full advantage of that. Kevin Hart's like, yeah, people like me because I'm short and I do these movements <laughs> and I do these and I do these yells and like I yeah. yell at certain points and yeah, people find that funny. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> uh huh. So I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into this because I find it so interesting. Do you, were you, because for me, I feel like I was a only child, so I had all this time to like think about things and that's why I think I fostered like funniness and stuff like that. Where did that, do you have like a similar, uh, what is it called? Um, not hero's journey, but like the, What's it? What's it, what's it called in in superhero movies? Oh, um, like the first, the yeah, first like when movie. They find themselves yeah. Whenever the. Uh... Oh my gosh. Oh man. Origin story is what yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. So, in your funny origin, origin story, that's when <laughs> you find you find out you're a whore in your origin story. Yeah. Um, I don't feel that. <laughs> 
Uh, that's good that you didn't find that. Yeah, Not that yeah. horrors are being bad. Um, <laughs> uh, in your funny origin story, do you think there was something, do you know that there was something that made you at least, like, find it, it cool to be funny or something like that? No? No, I'm just trying to think. I know you have a bad memory, so it's kind of I an unfair question. I do have a terrible question. memory, but... I don't know, I'd probably say, like... I mean, it was probably, like, around high school I found out, like, funniness was one of my traits. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's late. Well, because, I mean, I'm I'm more talking now than I... If you ever... I'm sure if you could go back to my hometown and be like, hey, do you know Billy Baker? And they might... Mostly because my name, because I like Billy Baker. Yeah, that's like, a good one. And I did hang out with, like all the sports guys and stuff so like everybody knew each other and it was a small town but yeah like at the same time if you asked them about me they might have forgotten about me by now or like, yeah you know like i didn't say yeah. i was very quiet i was a very quiet kid because i lacked the confidence and everything yeah me um, too so but then like once i got to go know people yeah it was a good time like, yeah then that's when i would open up so it really didn't pop up until like eighth and ninth grade yeah and that's when um people start realizing I was funny and I realized I was funny I was yeah. like oh, these guys laugh <laughs> but it wasn't but I like it because it wasn't like like yeah I said like I like to make fun of other people but it wasn't yeah. like in a bowling like I'm only gonna make fun of like my boys or something yeah 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 because like they know I'm not serious and they know I'll do it to myself too. yeah yeah so um I think I kind of took that and ran with it yeah and they I mean they liked it so, so you never thought about improv or like going to open no, mic or anything absolutely. No. my creative level's like real low like really wow. yeah if like if there's a challenge on something like draw a picture i'm over there draw, like, oh yeah like jack or something. jack yeah. whatever jack, yeah uh, fibbage yeah jackbox games yeah. jackbox um um yeah i'm not creative enough for that like i can't sit and write a book or anything <laughs> well you're writing a book right now like through life yeah, through life, but, like, in this podcast, even, like, you told stories and stuff. That, I don't think that's necessarily creative. I don't know. I guess it is, but maybe you're just not giving yourself enough credit because you are funny, like, quick-witted and stuff, so you do have something in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's something brewing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you just like, need I to go to the bathroom. I, I don't think I could go on, like, a stage and find it. Like, it's just something that pops up when the time's yeah. right. But that's what improv is, is you find yourself in these, you know, scenarios, and yeah. then you find the funny. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I could picture a little bit like you're standing up there, you got nothing. I mean, you have to have some type of, like, right. idea, but... You'll find it. Okay. In another life. Yeah. Maybe your kids will go yeah. into it. I did... I, it's not very PG-13, it's more of a rated R skid, but when I was deployed, <laughs> it's a bad one. I can't... I don't know if it's... It's definitely not family friendly. Okay. But so what I called it was I wish it wasn't gay to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> and usually the guys find it a lot funnier than the girl. Kristen's like, that's the stupidest thing ever. Oh my gosh, yeah. But you have to show me that. Yeah, later. I won't go into the details about that right now because that will get way off track and Could you show it to me later? Yeah, I can let you okay. do it. I can give you the runaround on it. <laughs> and you know what's funny is I actually sent it to I was, I was going through Facebook or something and there's another podcast and it was like right along the lines of that. and I sent it to my buddy that I was deployed with I was like this is exactly what I would have oh, like, really? this is pretty much like right along the lines of what I was talking about he's like yo dude that is like they must have been listening to us or something that's but awesome I was like yeah so I was like oh well people probably would have enjoyed that actually dang but, it 
too late. Another time. Um, how much time have we done already? A quick hour and a half. I know. Joe Rogan got nothing on you. <laughs> well, I think the real juice is when it... The second hour is when you, like, really understand each other and you, like, start to really get into it. Um, so these are, like, more of the fun, like... Uh, you could do more shorter answers, obviously. Um, so, what lesson did you learn too late? Um, probably being chill all the time isn't the best. Oh, for okay, I'm yeah. That a little late. That's a good. I, one. I mean, I do regret a little bit, like not trying harder in sports and trying to better myself as a person back then. Like, yeah. So. But I found it eventually while I was still young. So yeah. I am an adult, which is probably the best. It all came to this moment. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So. God's plan again. Um, what was the last thing you changed your mind about? Last thing I changed my mind about. Like really changed my mind about, like a big decision. It doesn't have to be. It could be. I mean, because I like, changed my mind on like what I'm gonna eat every day. But right. Yeah. Um, that's. I would say a big decision, just probably like getting out of the military and moving. You're so you're out of the military. Well, I'm in the reserves. That yeah. Was, so that was the quickest way out, or else I would have like I think I would have been on active duty until next year still. Okay. So. What so I, you're just allowed to do that? Yeah, there's a process, and you got to get approved and everything. But I, I did. It took about six months. Actually, I think it took about four months. But uh, the deal is like you just finish your contract out as the reserves, and then they add a couple months or okay. a couple years, depending on where you're at in your contract. And uh, yeah, no, one day I just yeah, I was like, I want to do it. Mm -hmm. That's really what you want to do. So I talked to the recruiter on base, and then four months later, I was out. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> so your reserves is you have to do something every month or something? A weekend out of the month. Yeah. Um, and then there's a four-day weekend out of, one four-day weekend out of the year, and then two weeks out of the year. Okay. So I think I'm going to Iowa this year. Oh, cool. For to build a school or something, or school maintenance, which is oh. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, that does sound cool. Last year I went to Guatemala. Yeah. That was really cool. What did you do there? We built a school and a hospital. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you were doing plumbing there, obviously. Or you're managing. We did a little bit of plumbing. No, there was like a lot of manual labor for oh. everyone. So there was like an active duty squadron there. Yeah. Of like 20 guys. And then we were just doing rotations of two weeks. Yeah. But we were laying a lot of block and like doing the actual building. Because the squadron in now is not a normal sea squadron. It's a red horse squadron. So we actually travel around and... Um, like build up the bases yeah we'll restart the bases but like they're the first ones on the ground that aren't you know like combat people that okay. will build up the bases and stuff okay interesting um this is one that i thought of today <laughs> that uh, i wrote down and that's why i looked at my phone why billy like why is my name billy yeah i don't know my dad's bill so you just had to be Billy. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how they got it either, out of William. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but you could have been, went by William, Willie. Yeah. You know, why Billy? But my dad was Bill and I was Billy. <laughs> and that's how, it, that's how it worked. Okay. Which I guess is a good question. I never thought of it, but Bill, Billy. 
Well, my dad's Billy to like all his buddies. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Because like when he started, but then one day like, all of a sudden people are like Bill, and I'm like, that's weird. Oh, people called you Bill? Yeah. Like, yeah. Now that I'm older, people call me Bill. Like, yeah. Even my buddies, I used to call me Billy. Like, when I go back home to New York, they're like, yo, what's up, Bill? I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah. Have you ever had someone? I've introduced myself as Tommy, and they say, "Oh, okay, Tom," and they. They yeah, automatically assume it's okay yeah, to call you yeah, Tom. Like, yeah. I just said my name. Yeah. Why would you change it? Because yeah, <laughs> I hate Thomas. Tom. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really funny. I'd be like, I understand the brevity of Tom, but if you go full Thomas on me, I'm like, <laughs> I just uh, would. Leaving. Yeah, I quit. Yeah. Speaking of this, did you have a favorite nickname you had growing up or have now? No, I don't really have a nickname. Well, so. Pop Warner football is pretty mean, and I, I actually got the kid name uh, Billy Baker, touchdown maker. Oh. Yeah, that was back in my QB days. You were QB. For a little while until like ninth grade, and then I sucked. Oh. But uh, that's also because that's when I started to, like not care as much about things. Right. So that was my own fault. But I do remember I was in like sixth or seventh grade, and my mom called to order some pizzas from Tony's, and um, she's like. Like, you know, they take your name. She's like, oh, Baker. And he's like, oh, Baker, Baker, the touchdown maker? What? I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a local celebrity. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, the pizza guy knows me. But I was only, like, 12 years old. Yeah. It's kind of weird now that I think about it. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Did you get your free pizza, at least, or anything? Yeah. Breadsticks? That would have been way cooler. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But then I would have lost all my scholarships. You can't get free stuff. That's so. <laughs> That's so true. Um, <laughs> oh, there's something else. Oh, but now you vicariously live through Retro Bowl. Yes, through your phone. Through <laughs> my phone, hell yeah. Yeah. I, I would have made you a quarterback if I knew you were a quarterback. Yeah. Well, so then once like I got up to like varsity and stuff, I was more just... We only had 16 guys on our team. What? Our uh, our defensive, like our nose tackle, Yeah. was a, like a 90-pound ninth no grader. That just got tossed. Well, he could get back there, though, because like, all the guys are so big. Right. He would be able to like, slip through right and like, grab like a, a leg mouse. quick. <laughs> But, um, no, we were awful because as soon as, like, I think two people got injured, it put us below our minimum amount allowed. Yeah. So, like, we'd automatically forfeit the game, but we'd still play the game. No way. Yeah, so there's nobody. How do you play with nine people? Did you borrow two for the other team? It, it was, like, 13 people, but they were playing both sides of the ball. Everybody's dead. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. These other teams got, like, 30 people, and we're like... Yeah. We were awful. That's tiring. Um, yeah. No, nobody wanted to play football where I was from I came from a really rich town oh really pansies huh uh if you were an inanimate object would you rather be trash or a trash can trash can why because then I could stick around like trash goes away it's there for the week and then the trash man picks it up and you like to travel I do like to travel trash can travels though sometimes it goes from the back of the house to the front of the house yeah that's not very far no Eventually it gets, eventually it turns into trash though. One day, you don't even realize you get a new trash can. Oh, uh, that's sad. But it's hard to throw away a trash can because it looks like. you get to travel, you finally get to. Yeah. That's almost like. Get recycled. Uh, no, that's almost like dying going to heaven for a trash can. Uh, like you finally made it to the dump. <laughs> it's like the retirement home. Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess heaven probably. Okay. We could dive. I, I could dive deeper into that. You but could. We you, have you, a. You really could. We have a. 
we have a cookout to get to. You have clams, you said? Yeah, I bought some clams. Mussels. Um, no clams. Sorry. No mussels. <laughs> There's a difference. I don't even know. Uh, what kind of sheets did you have when you were a kid? I actually have to myself without sheets. For real? Yeah. You're one of those? I was a bum. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. It wasn't necessarily because I didn't like the sheets. It was just because I was too lazy to make my own bed. I'm telling you, I was a lazy, so I was a lazy ass kid. I'd love to. This is another one I feel like we could spend five minutes on, but um, do you, I feel like you don't have a good answer for this because it's a hard one to answer. Do you remember choosing your walk? Choosing my walk? The way you walk. No, but I'm happy. I'm assuming you like think about it sometimes, like when you're walking. Yeah. Like, I wonder if I'm walking like an idiot, right? Yeah. Like what's going on? So, no, I don't remember choosing my walk. But it is something that I always like. I always thought about. Like it's not like I went years without thinking about it. Like once you hit that age where like you're aware of like other people looking at you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, let's keep the feet pointed like pretty good, but not like you know right. like, point towards each other. Yeah. perfectly straight. Yeah, let's go. So you did think about that? Yeah, that's funny. Especially because my best friend, he was always late to school, and we always we all ripped on him for it. But um, he would show up late to class. He'd be like the last one in there. And he, like, he wasn't good in front of big groups. So, you know, you walk in front of a classroom with 30 kids in it. He would put on this walk that, like, we called it his, like, gangster walk. Yeah. Because, like, he had this, like, little tilt to him. Yeah. And he'd, like, walk in, like, yeah, I came in late, I don't care. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we just rip on him. So, it's funny, him, like, just what a walk does. I know. But. There was a kid in, in high school. It might have even been sixth grade when I started like noticing this, but he his feet would go out like this, Scott Weldon, if you're watching, <laughs> and I thought that he was like the coolest to me, and so I tried to do that more, and so I'm sure my my hips are more out because of him. So thanks, Scott. Um, if you end up having long term like problems, you should probably sue him. Yeah, is it, you think he could? Yeah. Okay. Scott, why are you so cool? <laughs> In the case of Tommy versus Scott. <laughs> Why did was your walk so nice? <laughs> I just thought about how the trash can and the dump and you you have a dump truck. There's something there, but we don't have the time for it. What's the greatest lesson you've learned in the military? Oh, hard work. I mean, there's a lot of traits: camaraderie, hard work, mm-hmm. motivation. Like. I became a lot more motivated with everything. Like, I never really worked out or hit the gym before, but the military, mm-hmm. military makes you take care of your physical fitness to an extent. Yeah. I also surrounded myself with guys who, like, like take care of themselves, so I started to get in the gym more, so yeah. it was nice. I mean, the motivation... I would say the motivation, like, the hard work and camaraderie. Yeah. Like, like, working as a team. Yeah, that's... And that's actually one thing that kind of sticks with me now. Like, I just hate people who aren't team players. Yeah. Like, it, which I think most people do, because if they're not doing their job, like somebody's gonna pick up the slack. Right. So, yeah. And I hate when people have to pick up slack. Everybody's got the job. Right. If you do it right, we're gonna get out in a timely manner. We're mm-hmm. gonna have a great product. And right. That's the, also the cult in you too, I think. Yes, it is. It's a hundred percent. Everyone right. do your job, and we're all happy. Yes, and I won't kill anyone. Else. <laughs> yeah, I don't have enough bodies in the cult to kill anyone off yet. Not yet. We'll work on it. Um, do you believe in coincidence or is everything connected? 
No, it's got to be connected one way or another. Yeah. Like, if you say, like, oh, everything happens for a reason, like, yeah, that's the answer right there. Like, it's got to be connected. Everything right. happens for a reason. Yeah. Now, I guess there's probably some coincidences here and there, like a glitch in the Matrix yeah. type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, that's weird. That probably wasn't supposed to happen. Right. But yeah. for the most part. I think probably. that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last time you peed or pooed your pants? Like a shark or just any any pee or poo in touching your underwear? I would I would say. Well, that could like be a skid mark. Okay, any <laughs> any unintentional. Well, I guess skid marks aren't intentional. Yeah, true they are. You're like, oh, I think I got it good, and the next thing you know, like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Um, did you? Yeah, like you know what pooing your pants is. Yeah, I know. Like a full blown poop. Like I'm not, I won't even count a shark, but right. um. Actually, so, uh, I was, like, probably, like, second or third grade, and we climbed Bald Mountain with my grandma, which is up in the Adirondacks in New York. Okay. And I got to that mountain, and my grandma, I gotta take a poop. And she's like, well, just go in the woods, pull your pants down and poop. And I was like, all right, that's cool, like, I'll do it. So I went, and I pulled my shorts down, I had my nice Derek Jeter t-shirt on and everything, which didn't get ruined, likely, but, so I take my poop. And little did I know, the way I squatted, it fell right back into my pants. So I pulled my pants back up. I lost it. And it squished against my butt. <laughs> you didn't know it until it was on your butt? It, it was way too late. And then I didn't know what to do. Like, I'm yelling for my grandma. And I'm like, it pooped on my butt. And so she's over like, with my leaves, helping me wipe my butt. Like, the poop off my butt. <laughs> And then I didn't poop with... I took, I took my pants off completely to poop until I was, like, yesterday. Much, like, for a very long time. Because I don't know if that's a phobia or not, but something in my mind was, like, I will never shit in my own pants again. Oh, my god. Poop in my own pants again. <laughs> Whatever. So, that was traumatizing. That's amazing. I love that story. Yeah. I'm definitely going to ask that every podcast now. Uh, <laughs> what's the meaning of life? Oh, jeez. Meaning of life is probably, uh... Like, what should you do before you die type thing? Or, like, what do you mean? Like, However you want to take it. Yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard question. I, I, I'm going to take it as, uh... Not, not necessarily, like, what you want to be remembered for. Because mm-hmm. as bad as it sounds, and, like, most people don't get remembered long-term other than mm. put through your family. Yeah. But, I don't know, I think just sharing um like a good energy and a good connection with people and rubbing off in a good way so that like the next person wants to just be a genuinely good person and care for people yeah and i think in the long term you know you're gonna die and nobody's really gonna remember it yeah what's gonna happen is throughout your life you're gonna rub off on 10 people maybe yeah. like actually rub off like people are going to remember you mm-hmm. and as long as they remember you and they can connect you to a good thing then they're going to rub off on somebody but it might have like you might have been that first like rude and yeah. on the ground yeah and then your your network of 10 people are going to hit a hundred and thousand yeah and it might not be all in like one year or anything it's going to be over a hundred years yeah. or something but I, I think that's kind of like the meaning of life is just making yourself a good enough person where it's going to make other people good people through yeah, you almost. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I love that answer. 
Great job. Um, so the we could let's do one one round of the game. We'll <laughs> right. we'll, we'll skip the uh, the acronym one. We'll just do uh, the random word generator. So oh wow. So the first word is ostracized. So what does that make you think? Ostrich. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would think too. Even though I know that's not the definition. Uh, I think as Scooby Doo, there's a song, something like I dated an ostrich or something. I'm not tracking that one. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to see the episode. So, What's the definition of ostracized? Let's see. Uh, you've, you're like an outsider, I think. <clears throat> it wasn't. Athenian democratic procedure in which any citizen could be oh, expelled yeah, from the city. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, exclude. That's the basic one. <laughs> okay, let's do another one because that was too. Yeah, because I'm automatically thinking like Hitler and the Jews and stuff. <laughs> Why? Because he kind of ostracized them, right? Is the the Jews? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. He ostracized them by sending them to heaven. <laughs> um. I don't like that one. It was helpless. helpless. It's a boring one. That automatically makes me think of myself pooping in my pants again. <laughs> oh I was helpless gosh. at that moment. Battlefield. That was kind of like a battlefield in your pants. Yeah, it was. It all comes back to it. It's traumatizing. Battlefield's not a terrible one. I thought of the video game right off the bat. Okay, I don't know that video game. Uh, video game uh, Square, because you hit Square sometimes. Oh, jeez. You know, PlayStation. Now I'm thinking, yeah, well, now I'm thinking PlayStation. You could say, okay, PlayStation. Um, Xbox. Microsoft. Uh, Steve Jobs. I know it's not technology. him, but... Technology. Um, AI. Root of all evil. <laughs> That's more than Money. Word, yeah. Money. Um, need more. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I had lost. I'll go first this time. Strong, uh, weak. Minded. Mm. Mm. Uh, mindfulness. No. Um. Empathy. Oh, uh, sorry. Unforgiving. Oh, um. Uh. Vengeance. Purge. Oh, good one. Uh, I guess murder. <laughs> These are dark ones. Yeah. <laughs> um. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another I one. I, I don't want to end on that. Uh, professor. Teacher. Uh. Yeah. Okay, um, uh, student. I feel like I'm not doing this well. Karate Kid. Ooh, good one. Um, uh, Mr. Miyagi. Um, I know what I'm thinking. I can't think of the word, though. Uh, Lomain. What? Lomain. <laughs> okay. Um, noodles? Chicken riggies. Oh, yeah. That's a... A central New York dish. Yeah, a central New York dish. Um, 
That's a good one to end on, actually. Is that is that only New York, or is that like a your family? Not your family. But... That is like a Utica thing. It's oh, okay. not even like. Explain what it is. It's it's a uh, uh, rigatoni. Yeah. Noodle. That's what the rig is. With an orange sauce, which yeah. I mean, with a lot of like, garlic and mm-hmm. parmesan and all that good stuff, heavy cream. Yeah. It's delicious, but it's only like a Central New York thing, like grains. There's a lot of you like Utica-based foods that the rest of the world don't know What's about. What's greens? It's like steamed greens with garlic. Cause mm-hmm. there's a lot of Italians in oh, okay. Central New York, and uh, that's more of a shark question though. Cause like I never made greens. I just okay. I'm pretty sure it's like steamed like cabbage and lettuce and stuff. I don't even hmm. know what okay. type of greens it is, but that's one thing I miss about New York. That's probably the only thing I miss about New York. Really, is like the food. There's really, really, there's really not that many great food places down here. Really. Not in my opinion, huh. but up there, like all the food, the pastas and the pizzas yeah. and all the restaurants, just have like excellent food. That's cool. But we have Shar, so that's helpful. Yeah, so she makes the New York food yeah. that we need. Yeah. Uh, this is the last like real question. What's a time you laughed really hard? Jeez. Oh, I know that's a tough one. Time I laughed really hard. Um, Chris and I had a good laugh the other day because of Snapchat, but it didn't like make my abs hurt or anything. Okay. There's probably been, like five times in my life where like I'm my abs hurt. Like, yeah. I don't have abs, but they hurt. Right. Yeah. And uh, do you remember any? Yeah, I mean, one time rolling, like me and my sister were driving somewhere. There was a song on, and I was playing the the uh, air keyboard. Like just the way I was playing it was just like flicking my wrist or something and it didn't look right and so she started laughing and then I kind of realized it too and yeah. I started laughing so that one and then um how old I mean, were you guys? this was after I joined the military oh so wow probably like, I think I was probably like 20-ish that's awesome um yeah so it was nice I mean it's kind of sad to think about it. like you don't really have those moments as much once you're an adult I know like, yeah hard cause I, like most times I'm thinking of with my buddy Nick like when we were growing up and mm-hmm. stuff, I can think of a good amount of times we laughed like real hard. Yeah. That's 14 year old boys. I know. Sense of humor. It's so. the best though. And now like I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, that's really not that funny anymore. I know. Well, that's most, it's most like, like hard laughs. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what that time is in your life anyway. Um, just embarrassing. Yeah. Just <laughs> embarrassing in general. Yeah, for sure. But uh, any kind of laughing is just contagious and stupidest stuff is funny um so this is when you could plug whatever you want and you have two businesses so you could formally shout them out or whatever else you want to talk about this is your time you've earned some good books to read yeah the uh, alchemist it's a short one is it short but i would highly recommend it and like if you actually read and pay attention to it there's a lot to benefit from it um, i've heard a lot about it but i've always been afraid to like approach it for some reason yeah. that's what i've heard actually like, really especially people of like faith like oh really like, yeah like, yeah so i don't know why because it kind of reminds me of the bible really yeah. oh that's cool unless i have like a really misunderstanding yeah, yeah. Bible, i'm pretty sure like it's just the bible condensed into like 113 pages oh that's cool. it's a very short book we're the tattooist of auschwitz oh the book yeah yeah I'm i thought sure. i didn't know if... yeah that's another book I don't know um, if that was a guy you wanted to shout out that you got all your tattoos from or anything. 
Yeah, tattoos of Auschwitz. Yeah. Yeah. Not just the one tattoo on my forehead, but. <laughs> what? Auschwitz. Did the, is that what they did? Or you mean the the swastika? Swastika like uh, Charles Manson. Yeah. Cool. I would go to Auschwitz. It's probably really eerie to visit. To visit, yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah, not like back in the day. Right. <laughs> not to time travel or anything. Um. Okay, so yeah, those, those are two good books. Whew! I'm so sweaty. Well, I hope this made you think. And that's the end. You could say it too if you want. It made me think. Really? I hope it made you think as well. Good, thank you. Alright, let's get those clams or mussels yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs>